T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. With Mike Sealski, I'm Glenn Mack now. We'll get to the phones in just a minute. 215-592-9494. All right. Switching gears for a moment, but staying in the theme of dumb things people said this week. <laughs> There's a surplus of it this week. There is, and I think this is the this is this one takes the cake. Uh, in case you missed the news, Tom Brady once again retired this week. Again? Yes. Uh, which prompted more stupid things to be said. You know what? I don't even want to set it up much more than that. Other than to say, this is former offensive lineman. Sean O'Hara had a long career, mostly with the Giants, center for the Giants, uh, was on the NFL Network soon after Brady retired, and this was Sean O'Hara's take. This is a, a huge moment, not just for Tom Brady, not just for the NFL, but like for all of us. You know, look, uh, people remember where they were when JFK was assassinated. You remember where you were with 9-11. Can I tell you something, can I interview real stuff. quick? He, his first start was a week after 9-11. That's how long right. ago he's been playing. I was I came out the same year as him, 2000, and he's still playing. 23 years, that's a long time. But I, I'm going to remember this. Like I'm going to remember who I'm, I'm with. Uh, Kyle's going to remember he was in Vegas. Um, you, you're going to remember where you were when Tom Brady announced his official retirement. And it sounds like this one's for real. Are you out of your freaking mind? Uh, listen, I am old enough to remember where I was when Kennedy was assassinated. I was in first grade coming back from lunch when the teacher told us about it, and mm-hmm. we were little kids. And It's one of the moments that scarred my life. I remember where I was when 9-11 occurred, which was driving on the Schuylkill to do the show, hearing Al Morganti tell me that the, tw- the first of the Twin Towers had fallen down. I didn't remember an hour after Brady retired where I was. Never mind what, that. What, what? You're equating the retirement of a professional athlete to two national tragedies. Yes. Like this is this is ridiculous. First of all, bad week for current and former Giants when it comes to <laughs> weighing in on yes. the news of the NFL. Yes. Number one. Number two. This is this to me strikes me as the kind of thing that someone who wants to make a rise in the sports analyst business says to try to garner attention mm. uh, that you, that Sean O'Hara would suggest that the second time that Tom Brady retires is the equivalent or akin to John F. Kennedy's assassination, the terrorist attacks of 9-11, or, and he didn't say this. World-shifting events. Yeah, like not even the, ch- the, like the, the challenger. I remember where I was. For the Challenger yeah, disaster in 1986, like they're not the same thing. No, they're no, not the same it, thing at all. So 
disrespectful to that. And I'm not sure that's the word I'm looking for, but off. Like, you really have to be in a tunnel yeah. of football yeah. to think that Tom Brady retiring is in any way on par with those other events. Yeah, anyway. You really do. Yeah, and... Okay. Well, that's that's the last of them people things people said. We'll get uh, going to get to the phones in a second. But so Brady is now going to become a broadcaster. And before we go back to the phones, I want to talk about that because he signed last year, mm-hmm. I guess, upon his first retirement or as a futures contract, a ten-year, three hundred and seventy-five million dollar deal to be the lead analyst on Fox, which was put on hold when he went back. And Greg Olson kind of went into that job. Greg Olson will be doing the Super Bowl next week. I like Greg Olson, and I think Greg Olson will be better than Tom Brady. Um, I guess I'll, I'll pose it in the form of a question to you. Uh, I know you like Greg Olson, so we don't have to cover that. Do you think Tom Brady's going to be any good at this? I have no idea. Okay. I have absolutely no idea. To me, this is the ultimate ironic situation if you think about it. Go way, way, way back. When Brady was playing at Michigan— he was Michigan's starting quarterback, and he was good, and they were winning games. And he got supplanted by a bigger name, by Drew Henson, who was the big recruit, mm. the two-sport athlete. Mm-hmm. He was going to be Mr. Everything. Yeah. And Brady ended up losing his job, not on merit. It didn't have anything to do with the way Brady was playing. It was simply, well, Drew Henson's got to play because he's Drew Henson. And the same thing's going to happen here, I think, to Greg Olson. You're right. Greg Olson is terrific. He and Kevin Burkhart are going to call that Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl, and it's going to be excellent. I, I can't guarantee anything about the Super Bowl, but I guarantee that the broadcast is going to be terrific. And Brady's going to come in and take Greg Olson's job, and I have no idea yeah. how good he's going to be as an I, analyst. I think, and maybe it's just me because I live in Philadelphia, I don't think Brady's got a lot of likability. I no, I think you're right. I don't, and we will see how he turns out. I'm guessing, venturing, betting, you remember when they had Joe Montana, the greatest quarterback in football in the history of football, when he retired, mm-hmm. and Joe Montana went into the same gig broadcasting, and he was terrible because yep. he didn't want to say anything. Yep, that's exactly right. And I feel Brady may be the same thing. It, you, you, it's rare to get, I think, the golden boy quarterback who is really good at that job. Troy Aikman is and has been for a long time, but Troy Aikman was also a pretty affable guy from what I understand when he was a player. He was smart. He was accommodating. He he didn't hate the media. He didn't look down on anybody. That ain't Tom Brady. No. That ain't no. Tom Brady. I interviewed Aikman a couple of times, and he always was He was a good interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I ever was in a position to interview Brady, but whatever. Uh, and by the way, last thing on this, poor Greg Olson. <sighs> I read that his contract is he gets $10 million a year if he's the A-team broadcaster I think it was two and a half or three million dollars a year if he's not right. So he loses. Brady retires, and uh, you know it may not be as memorable as the JFK assassination. To everybody, <laughs> but to Greg Olson, he just lost seven million bucks. That yeah, time. that that's that ain't right. <laughs> no, that ain't it's right. Not it's, right. It's not and about it's because, merit. And it's yeah. right. It's because one guy's the greatest quarterback ever, and the other guy's a tight end. And if I were it, Greg Olson, I would have no compunction about. It's easy for me to say this, but I would have no compunction about saying to Tom Brady, hey, pal, you better be good. You better be really good. Uh, and putting some pressure on him because, we'll see. We'll see. you know, uh, it ain't right. No, it's not right. Rob and Glenn Olden is with us. Rob, what's going to happen a week from today? Hey, Glenn, I'm, I had a call, guys. Hey, Mike, how, how Hi, are Rob. you? Listen, you know, I'm superstitious just like everybody else or a lot of people. So I called up. I wasn't close, but, you know, I said 40 burgers the last two weeks, but they – you know, we couldn't predict knocking out a third string and a four string quarterback, but hey, our defense earned that right to yep. do that. Yep. Um, 
So that's just... Hey, by the way, for people... Because I, the narrative out of San Francisco this week is, oh, we would have beat them if they're in the oh, quarter. Yeah, yeah. The Eagles rushed for four touchdowns, four running touchdowns, and the best run defense in the NFL. So apparently the Eagles... I don't I don't think that Brock Purdy had anything to do with that. No, no. And and, and, and I got a score for you, Dan. I got two strategic points. One, I like our matchup of our, our wide receivers against their secondary, who I think has a couple rookies in it. And... I like the matchup of our secondary against their wide receivers. Um, and my second point is this. If we can kind of follow, I know TJ just said and done, the blueprint that Tampa, the blueprint that Tampa did a couple years ago, mm-hmm. where he just rotate guys, and he was healthy in Mahomes. Now he's going to be healthier, but I still think he's not going to be close, obviously, to 100%. You just rotate guys, just hound him, put pressure on him. I don't see them keeping up with us. And my score, Glenn, and I'm going to get the pasta figure of Hoagie that day because I just got to do it. <laughs> 41 24 birds. And they're going to score a garbage touchdown at the end and make it 24. I just don't see them. Uh, wow. There you go. Them. Thank you. Appreciate so, it. I hope it's right. Rob from Glenn Olden coming in hot with a, you know, three score difference there. One correction we got to make first, Glenn. Uh, the NFL draft is in Kansas City. This year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew, I knew there was a super. Yeah, tie. that's right. That's right. Oh, it's going to be very disappointing for them uh, <laughs> when they have the thirty-first pick of the draft. So it's, much confidence here. Well, it's funny. I because I I said that, but I just I'm goofing. People, and I I may do the, the tomorrow when I'm working with Jody. I may make this a theme. Five years ago, we everybody put on the underdog mass mm-hmm. and everybody strutted around. But let's be honest, the Eagles were the underdogs, and this being Philadelphia. Deep inside, people had a lot of fatalism. Yes. This time, everybody thinks they're going to win and going away. Yeah, it's it's a different pose. It's a weird position it to be is. in as a Philadelphian. I'm not used to having all this. I'm almost nervous because I'm so confident. Which, yeah. Does that make sense? If you're from Philadelphia or you've spent any amount of time here, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, we like... The fancier like situations where they can root without having anything to lose or feel like they don't have anything to lose. That's why the I've Phillies, seen, man, has right, money. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's that was the sweet spot of Philadelphia fandom right there. The run the Phillies made, and uh, I think this this season is similar in that regard. In that the Eagles are better than anybody thought they would be, and they're so good that people are looking at this and saying, "Well, okay, like it's not so uncomfortable to be rooting for the favorite this time around." I find it, out. and yet I do. I find it out. Warren in Gwynedd Valley. Hello, Warren. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Always. Mike. How you doing? Hi, Warren. I, I don't like the feeling of, you know, boasting that, that the Eagles are going to win, but then feeling that what if they don't? And I put myself out there. It's just yes. like you guys are saying I, right now. I, a, I, I hear a it. It's a very strange feeling. It's a very odd feeling. I'm and entirely the, the other with thing you. Is the lead-up to this is also kind of awkward where – you know, you've got a disrespected team and you've got an, an over, you know, appreciated team in Kansas City and, and Andy Reid where we have to earn the respect as the favorite and um, and that Kansas City gets all the respect. It's, it's another. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you think strange. in Kansas, actually, our next caller lives in Kansas City, so I want to ask him, do you think Kansas City right now, the narrative is. Hey, we've been to two of the last three Super Bowls. We won one of them, and yet we're the underdog. Nobody believes in us. You think they're playing that out there? Probably, most likely. Mike, does that ever work? You know, I don't know if it works or not. I would wonder if the shoe were on the other foot, 
and the Chiefs were playing in Philadelphia, meaning that was we. The Philadelphia had the Chiefs as its team, and Kansas City yeah. had the Eagles. Yeah. Would people Are be you- saying, "Boy, I wonder. I hope Andy manages the clock all right, or I hope you know the. I hope I hope our team doesn't take a a big lead early and then squander it late because that's <laughs> happened a couple of yes, times to him in the that. playoffs. Yeah. I have a, a Tom Brady uh, feeling when you were referencing. Uh, where were you when uh, Tom Brady retired? Yeah. I was thinking when he goes into broadcasting, I think it's going to be uh, related to the Hindenburg disaster because I think he's going to go down in flames. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> can, can we make any more historically inappropriate comparisons uh, on this show? Uh, hey, it's Sean O'Hara, baby. Yeah, I know. I he know. started it. I know. He uh, Clay is in Kansas City. Clay, you're an expat, right? We've talked to you a lot. Uh, what, what's the... no, no? Actually, Glenn, I'm from I'm from here. Oh, you are. Oh, okay, okay. So, so remind me I'm your a... your connection to Philadelphia. I, I have none other oh. than when I was. Well, you've been up. calling us for a while. Hey, listen, I've been listening to the show for years. Thank God for the Odyssey app because I'm a huge Eagle. Uh, and we appreciate that. I'm just how did that how did that how did happen? that happen, Clay? So when I was remember Frank Gans when he took over the the Chiefs back in like 1987. The Chiefs were awful. Yeah, they were terrible. And like I'm, I'm like a elementary school kid, and they're trying to force feed us the Cowboys. And I knew they're evil, so I just wanted <laughs> to pick a different team. And I loved Buddy Ryan. I loved wow. him. Wow. Okay. And they had Reggie and Randall. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go against the grain of being an Eagles fan. So I've been called a bandwagon fan before, but who in the hell was jumping on the Eagles bandwagon in 1987? Let's be honest. That's so. It. That, that's yeah, a fair so point, Clay. That, got, yeah. got to admire that that it was those teams that that drew you into the Eagles, definitely. Yeah, and and Sunny Ticket makes it real easy in the internet. Like I follow all the beat writers on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Huge fan. Like I know more about the team than my buddy that lives in Jenkintown. He's always calling me for the Eagles scoop. So very cool. Anyway, um, so I will say this: after the Chiefs won Sunday night, I get the you know some text like, "Hey, we're going to beat you guys," but I have heard nothing this week. Because I'm a well-known Eagles fan, mm. okay? Um, I've got no dirty messages, no, we're going to kick your butt. I called in uh, to Ike's show earlier this week, and here's my take on this, okay? The Chiefs may have the best three players on the field. Chris Jones is really good. Travis Kelsey is really, really good. And Mahomes is an alien, right? We know that. Mm-hmm. But after that, the next 15 players that are the best players are going to be wearing green. I mean, this team is loaded with talent. And if and you made a really good reference, Glenn, when you talked about that Bucks beat beat down of the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs' offensive line is not much better. Yeah. yeah, than it was then. So I mean, they have Creed Humphrey. He's a nice because I do watch a lot of Chiefs games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will just tell you, I don't think they can block the Eagles' front. The Chiefs' defensive ends—they are nowhere like Joey Bosa and the other kid for the 49ers. They're not even Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah, they're just guys. I think so I got to hit a break, but I appreciate it, and, and I think. I th- I don't know that I agree the best three players are in the Chiefs because right now I think I might put Hassan Reddick on the best three players. Darn right. And I think the Eagles center and right guard, or center and right tackle are guys who mm-hmm. consider that. But, yeah, if you take the best ten players on the field, seven of them are going to be Eagles. Yeah. Look, I, I again, we said this before the show, Glenn, but I think there is, at their core, this Chiefs team is – basically the same as the Patriots team that the Eagles beat five years ago. You have an all-time great head coach. Back then you had Bill Belichick. This time it's Andy Reid. You have an all-time great quarterback, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. You have an all-time great tight end, Rob Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey. Both those teams, though, were top-heavy. And 
that that to me is the key to this whole thing. If the Eagles are able to kind of withstand what Mahomes and Kelsey can do, they should win this game. All right, quick break. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Mike Sealski, Glenn Mack, now on ninety four WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.